Hi, family. Deacon Charlie here. I hope you're having an awesome summer of faith, family, and yes, even some fun. I wanted to just spend 30 seconds with you to share with you a little something about this episode and all the subsequent episodes you are going to hear on Living the Call in the month of August. We're doing a little something special because couple weeks ago, I had the opportunity to return to the Napa Institute Summer Conference. For those of you who don't know, the Napa Institute is a Catholic lifestyle organization, essentially, that puts on great thought leadership events for Catholic leaders, entrepreneurs, philanthropists, clergy, etc. And they have one big summer summit in beautiful Napa, California, where all of these folks come together and pray together and discuss strategies and hear amazing talks. And basically, Basically, it's a great group of just awesome thought leaders. And anyway, last year I did something similar to what we're doing this year. We recorded some episodes from there on the ground with people who were attending. This year we did the same, but with a little bit of a twist. So this year, I'm very happy to say that we partnered with EWTN, Eternal Word Television Network. You're very familiar with it, no doubt. Um, And we partnered with them on their big reveal, big announcement that they made there at the Napa Institute, which was the reveal of an initiative called EWTN Next. EWTN Next is a multi-year enterprise-wide digital-first initiative to basically bring the gospel to the world using all of the new and contemporary methods, means, and strategies that media companies use today in the secular world. Anyway, there's lots that you can learn about Next by going to next.ewtn.com. That's next.ewtn.com, and you can learn all about Uh, that initiative on that website. What we're going to be doing for the month of August is bringing you some of the conversations I had there on the ground with people who are thought leaders in their own rights from a broad sector of the Catholic world, all different uh, ages, races, uh, areas of focus, uh, backgrounds in terms of spirituality. And we had some conversations around this concept of EWTN Next and what their perspective is not just on EWTN and what they announced, but also on how they utilize different strategies, approaches, and media to achieve the ends that each of them represents. You're going to hear from apostolate leaders and actors, producers, etc. It was really a fun time. They're short episodes, so they're between you know 10 and 12 minutes, but we're going to be releasing them over the course of these following weeks. And I wanted you to have that information to give you a little sense of context in terms of what you're about to hear. So if you want to find out more about these next few episodes for the month of August, again, go to EWTN. .next.com and we'll return to our regular programming in the month of September. God bless you. Have a great summer. Finish strong. Amen. Mauricio Leone, welcome to our little conversation here. Thank you so much. Thank nice you to meet me. you. Nice we were going to do it all in Spanish, but then we decided to do it in English, right? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> can do better. that. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, I know you're, you're involved with live action, but tell us a little bit about your role and, and what you're doing here at Napa. Yes, so I, um, I'm originally from Chile, Santiago, and mm-hmm. I came here to the United States 18 years ago. I didn't speak nor understand any English. Mm. So it took me like two or three years to feel comfortable with the language. Then I went to the University of Texas, got a master's degree uh, from that. And, there, and then after that, I started working for different nonprofit organizations. Um, including Obria and now Love Action. So mm-hmm. I have been in the uh, pro-life movement for more than 10 years now. 
Beautiful. And my role with uh, Live Action is uh, fundraising. I do um, foundations. I work uh, very closely with uh, foundations, with uh, family foundations, public foundations, and um, I cultivate them and establish relationship with them. Mm. From you, in your view, um, and Napa is a big part of having these discussions around ways that we can be more effective in communicating with the culture around a variety of different issues. Have you taken away any interesting nuggets from your conversations here, or do you have ideas on how we can be more effective at communicating a variety of things to to our constituency here in the United mm -hmm. States? Yeah. So one of the one of the things that uh, we are um, struggling with in a pro-life movement, especially pro-life national pro-life organizations, is that uh, people tend to think that uh, because of Roe versus Wave is no longer there, mm. we overturn uh, Roe versus Wave. People think that at the federal level we don't need the support, we don't need to fight anymore. Mm. So we are trying to convey the idea that um, uh, we still need the support of our donors, our uh, vision partners to help us to continue in the fight because abortion is still there. And even though um, um, the federal government um, at the federal level, we don't have Roe versus Wade anymore. We don't have the right to abortion. We still have a lot of women experiencing abortion. We still have people uh, using the abortion pill, for instance, for sure. to have abortions. So uh, we, um, and particularly me here at the Napa Institute, and my conversations with uh, with donors and philanthropists is to convey that idea that uh, we're still in the fight and we still need to protect life. Mm. Now, I know you guys at Live Action, I know Lila pretty well, and I know that in a lot of the work, the way that you convey um, this need and these, the, this opportunity is through content, through telling stories, to showing mm. profiles of right. women and families and people going through these things. Why is that an important uh, strategy for, for Live Action? Well, it is, it is important for many reasons. Uh, young people, um, millennials, are getting their information from social media mm. and from the digital world. So that's why our space as an organization, Live Action, our space is a digital space. And uh, we have the largest digital footprint in the pro-life movement and um, in, in the digital world. So for us, it's important to create content, to create high quality content, meaningful content content, impactful content, yes. content that communicates the truth about abortion and what it does to the women and to the babies. So um, we believe that is a powerful tool uh, that we can use to educate people, to raise awareness, because um, prevention and education is way more effective, is cost-effective and more efficient than later remediation. Mm. Instead of having girls um, dealing with crisis pregnancies, still having people dealing with STDs and engaging in risky sexual behaviors, we believe that if we have the truth, if we can communicate the truth to people, um, we can prevent uh, people from getting into crisis pregnancies or um, getting infected with uh, STDs or STIs. It sounds very logical, the idea of meeting people where they are and being in the places and on the screens that they occupy. Uh, have you ever come across any anybody or any uh, you know person who may have thought, well, those are places that are against us. There are places that are not friendly to a Christian worldview. So we should avoid those those kind of platforms and not focus too much of them. Have you ever heard that? Anybody ever said something like that? Um, I, or what would you say to somebody if they said that? Yeah, I would say that um, as Christians, as Catholics, we are called to engage the world. Mm. We're not supposed to um, get away from the world. We are supposed to, we are called 
we're called to evangelize. That's one of the, the biggest commandments of the New Testament of Jesus Christ. Go there, go to the world and evangelize and tell the truth, you know? So uh, we believe that it's very important to be where uh, young people are, yes. where millennials are. Yes. Because if, if we're not there, they're gonna get the wrong information. They're not gonna get the truth. They're not gonna get uh, what is needed for them to find meaning and purpose in life. You guys have had tremendous success. I mean, hundreds of millions of views and impressions and, and all the metrics that you look at, but it, behind those impressions and their views are real people yes, who absolutely. are being you know, helped and in some mm -hmm. cases transformed mm -hmm. by coming across content that they wouldn't otherwise right. see. Do you see this strategy that you guys have been engaging in accelerating, staying the same or going down in terms of digital and social means to communicate? Impact? No, in terms of impact, uh, our organization is, is having, is growing every year. I mean, we are now almost at uh, 7 million followers on social media. Wow. Um, our uh, biggest project, uh, Baby Olivia, has been seen now for more than uh, 50 million people. More than 2 billion people have seen uh, our content. Online, any pieces of content that we have, more than 2 billion people. So, uh, and, and we're growing and growing and growing. And we get requests from Latin America. We get requests from Europe. We get requests from all over the world because they wanna have our content. They wanna have the quality or this type of high quality content to be shared with them in their languages. Mm. That's how impactful live action content is right now. And because I speak Spanish, I have been able to translate a lot of those pieces into Spanish Excellent. so we can share them in Latin America and Spain and Europe. Let's talk a little bit more about those requests because one of the benefits of the kind of strategy that you're talking about is that you are able to get a lot of feedback. You're able right. to hear from people and they're able to respond to you. Has that enabled you to um, do new things or uh, customize what you're doing in order to better serve their needs because you're getting feedback from them? Yes. So it's a combination. It's a combination. Uh, we create our content um, uh, with a combination of ideas from the team. Our team is very educated. Mm -hmm. uh, we go through for formation every week. We have uh, spiritual supporters, spiritual formation every week. So we understand what the world need, needs and, 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 and from our perspective. But we also uh, welcome uh, feedback from our viewers. We welcome uh, opinions and comments from our donors. Mm -hmm. So our donors too, they give us very good suggestions mm -hmm. and very good ideas about what is going on in their communities. And we use all of that, um, all of that ideas from the team, from uh, our viewers, from our donors, and we create our content. So that, um, yeah, feedback from people, feedback for, from our viewers is very important and very critical. One of the other uh, benefits that comes about through these kind of strategies is the idea of building community. Right. In addition to having feedback individually, you're also able to uh, to bring people together around a shared uh, idea or a shared set of beliefs or objective. Right. How have you been able to use some of these different media to create that sense of community for the work that you do? Yeah, that's 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 a very good question. Yeah, we are called as Christians too, as Catholics, to create communities, right? And uh, with our content, we have been able to reach out to different communities. And particularly, we are trying to create community um, around this issue, around the pro-life um, abortion debate uh, by reaching out to churches. Mm. So we are currently creating an entire curriculum to outreach um, to churches. Uh, we want churches to be more aware of what's going on in the communities regarding abortion, regarding the abortion pill. 
So we, um, we are not only creating content uh, to be shared on social media online, but also we are also creating curriculum to reach out directly to churches and try to educate people in the pews, uh, evangelicals and Catholics, because we believe that they are not getting um, the truth about what's going on with abortion. Mm. Final question, Mauricio. There's, a, there's thought leaders and people that are in church, apostolate leaders, philanthropists who are going to view this content. Mm -hmm. If you had one piece of advice to them about how to be, how to be more effective in terms of their, either their projects or their giving or that kind of thing, with relation to a number of issues, just church-related items, what, what is the advice that you would give them to be more effective to, to communicate? Well, uh, that's a very good question. And uh, I believe that uh, even though they are not in the trenches, sometimes they're not there like live actionists. Mm -hmm. We are right there um, with uh, our followers. We are right there uh, trying to fight for, the, for, the, for, the, for life. Uh, we believe that uh, donors um, and supporters, they can have an impact in, in society by supporting organizations like Lab Action mm. because we need their support. We need their um, uh, spiritual support. We need their prayers, but also we need their funding. And um, and uh, sometimes it feels like they are not having an impact. Mm. But uh, truly, um, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be fighting for life uh, without our supporters, without our donors. Beautiful. Well, God bless your work, Mauricio, and everything that Live Action is doing. Really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us talking about what you're up to. Thank you very much for uh, for coming by. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. God bless. God bless you. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.